I go in such a lightweight, like two shots and I'm gone. <laughs> bold ambition listeners how is everyone i feel like you know it's a new week new month new energy new president i finally have a good feeling and i can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel so i hope you all are feeling the same way today we're jumping into the episode pretty quickly just because it's a really fun happy hour girlfriend conversation that you can listen to while you're having a glass of wine or just chilling and taking a bath and you want a good laugh and you know just a good conversation between two good friends julie garcia is our guest this week she and i discussed graduating during a pandemic being a content creator finding a balance between living in the moment and creating content and just you know all things girl talk if you're feeling frisky grab a glass of wine if you're not feeling frisky water will do (laughs) oh and actually if you've been a long time listener since you know episode one i feel like i'm at a point where i can now comfortably ask my listeners to go and rate my podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those are the two main platforms and it would just help my podcast out a lot to get recognition, get get more listens, and it would just be a great way to support me and The Bold Ambition. And I would greatly appreciate every bit of it. So let's jump right in. having me I'm such a fan of your podcast you know how much I love it like I support you 1000% my name is Julie Garcia I am 22 years old just turned 22 and I am a recent UT graduate so I graduated in May from UT Austin uh, with a journalism degree we literally graduated in the same class we probably would have been sitting so close to each other during graduation because we're both Garcia and our Mm -hmm. first names like Ingrid and Julie would have been close so that's sad (laughs) but tell me what you felt about graduating during a pandemic like I know within our group of friends we've talked about it so much cried about it like felt frustrated about it but how do you feel personally how did you feel then and how do you feel now so honestly graduating during a pandemic has been something else I feel like it's just been such a curveball graduating during during a pandemic especially like you know going to UT and being a graduate from UT I feel like for four years you're kind of built up with this hype that like you know, you grind for four years, you work for four years, you do everything you can throughout those four years so that at the end of the four years, like, you're going to be compensated for it. You know, like, you're putting in all this hard work and then you expect to have at least opportunities there for you or, you know, you're hyped up by all your professors and by everyone around you and you have, like, this excitement to graduate. Like, I know personally me, like, I had been working towards, like, my degree my whole life, not even the four years. Like, it had been something I'd been looking forward to for so long. And just, like, starting my career was something I was so excited about that I I was, like, so ready for. And I remember literally, you know, I was getting ready to apply for jobs and, like, looking into things. I was so prepared to just start, you know? And literally, right as I'm starting this whole pandemic starts and it just kind of felt like everything you had worked for like not to sound sad or whatever but it just got like taken away you know like there was the jobs were low job market was bad people's internships were getting canceled and interviews were getting canceled like that's all you heard left to right and it was just like very it was very much a curveball it was very sad at the time you know like just difficult to take that in you know we would also talk a lot of us girlfriends were also 
first generation college students or mm-hmm. college graduates. So that's another like element that was just thrown in there. Like, oh, I'm the first in my family to be graduating from such a prestigious institution. And then I don't even get to celebrate it. Like it, it also even felt wrong to celebrate it during that time because everyone else was worried about what else was going on in the world, which is, you know, fair. But I just felt like I didn't get to have my moment. Yeah, I know that's exactly how it felt. Like I, I honestly feel like graduating during a pan- this pandemic has been was so difficult and still is difficult and I think about like all the stuff that was missed like not having graduation not ending senior year like there's been so many things with that and I feel like only people who are experiencing it can really understand like how much it it affected everyone like every graduate you know like for me it it was really sad because like you said I'm first generation so that day graduation day was such a special day to me that I had been waiting for my family had been waiting for for forever and just to not have it was really difficult it was like all these years and like all this hype and it, it just didn't happen like I had been looking forward to it for so I can't even put into words how much graduation meant to me and for it to just not be there and more than anything, I think just not having the same opportunities, like, like I said, I was so wide eyed to be able to graduate and apply for jobs. And I felt ready and I felt excited. And literally just like in the snap of a finger, like from one day to the next, the way that things switched was crazy. And, you know, that's what I'm seeing now, like, there's not that many jobs and a lot of things change. And it, it really was just a curveball. It made me personally have to change a lot of my plans, a lot of things that I wanted also for me personally I didn't have a high school graduation like I dropped out of high school so I didn't even know what it's like to have such an accomplishment and like you said in a way have it taken away from you and then also it's senior year it's like we're in our last semester for a like unless you're going to grad school but you're in your last semester with students and professors that you probably won't see ever again and then I literally just never saw them again in person like it was, like you said, like one day to the next, everything just turned virtual. The the energy, I don't know about you, but the energy in my Zoom classes was also just so low and depressing. We were all seniors and we were all like, what the fuck is going on? And literally. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. That's literally what it was. Yeah. And I, I remember Professor Quigley was just like, so understanding, like so trying to keep us uplifted, keep our energy and spirits up. But I think the majority of us seniors were like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Even though us, like our friend, our friends, we always were pr- praying and hoping that graduation was not going to get canceled. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like now I look back and I laugh because we were so like, Naive. like, duh, like it was going to happen. Yeah. Like everything that's going on and we think our graduation is going <laughs> to just be that one thing that still happens. Absolutely not. Like <laughs> we were like, we were like, no, they can't do that. They won't cancel it. But no, bitch, they canceled it. <laughs> I'm dead because I literally remember being like, I will not stand for <laughs> Like it has to happen. Like it has to happen. And then it didn't. I mean, no, but like once things got real, like things got like, crazy and we realized like this is gonna change the world like I mean that's when I I was like it's it's gonna get canceled yeah like going back to that I literally remember it's so crazy how like things have changed because of the pandemic especially like we're talking about graduation and being a graduate during the time like I mentioned this earlier but I feel like people don't really understand how difficult it could have been for or it was for graduates or it still can be for graduates 
I feel like every bit of it, every bit of it has been something else to take in and something else to process. You know, like for most people, it was just a graduation, but for me, it wasn't. And for most people, it was just like the rest of your senior year of college. And for me, it wasn't like that. You know, like it was, it meant so much more to me. It was so much more like losing that experience, losing those moments, just changing my plan. I'm not one of those people that has everything in my life planned out, you know, like, but I have a general idea of what I want and things that I was hoping to be doing at the time. And I've just always been like that, like working towards a certain type of goal or like working towards something. When the pandemic hit, it was like, maybe, you know, I'm not going to have a job by this day or like these jobs aren't available anymore. You know, like I'm not going to be able to do that. So like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to change things up? When I say it was a curveball, I literally mean it was changing your entire, like everything you had been planning for, especially senior year. For me, I was very focused on just getting the most experience that I could to prepare me for my career and also like living my best life because it was my last year of college you know but mainly like focusing on my career and like how am I going to prepare to get to where I want to be and so when that literally weeks before I'm about to start applying to all these jobs I had been prepping for like I've been going to the career services center like getting my resume checked over multiple times getting advice getting tips I had been preparing myself as much as I could and that just was such a switch for me. So I feel like when that happened, a lot of things changed and I had to really reevaluate how my life was going to be or like what I had wanted for myself. And I remember like, honestly, pre-COVID, never in a million years would I think I would be like unemployed after college. Never in a million years did I think I was going to be back at home after college. It just wasn't in my plans. And it was never something that I saw myself doing or I would never even be like, I, like, I could have told you, like, I swear that's not going to be me. I remember us being at Pizza Press. We were, I was just about to say, I remember our conversation at Pizza Press, like, two weeks before yes. spring break. Yes. Oh yes. Our, all our friend group, like, we all yes. went to Pizza Press. Um, and I had came in, like, and we were sitting down eating our pizza, you know. And I literally said that. I was like, no, there's no way you're going to catch me at home after graduation. Like, because we were all like, oh, my gosh, graduation is coming around the corner, you know. We were also talking about our trip, like which is another thing that was upsetting, but we were talking about all that stuff and I verbatim was like, I'm, that's not going to be me. Like if I have to move back home after graduation, like first of all, it's not going to happen. Second of all, I'm going to be so sad. It's going to be a shocker if that happens, you know, just yeah. because I was so certain and I, you know, I know things happen in life and everything, but I really believe that, you know, I had my mindset so much to like have a job and like have my apartment and stuff by the time like I graduated like in August and stuff that I really believe you know like if I set my mind to something I'm gonna do it and I was like I'm gonna grind 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 until I get a job that way like I can be in Austin so you know I didn't plan for a pandemic like that wasn't in my thoughts at the time but obviously like since then I've had to understand you know things are different whether I like it or not you know readjusting and like doing things differently it was just I had to do that and I had to be okay with doing that yeah well how did you how did you get okay with doing that because for some it's harder than for others do you feel like you had to go through it emotionally or mentally and just like be on the side that you know what like like you had to go through it before you had to accept it like how was that process for you and then also moving back home I'm sure also affected you because you know you're moving out of your apartment in Austin you're saying bye to West Campus we had like a one last girls day and then it's like bye for a long time yeah it was definitely something that it was something else like that's the best way for me to describe it um because like I said, I, I've always been like a kind of person who 
is working towards something and like has my mindset on a certain thing and I'm maybe it's optimistic of me or whatever it may be but I've always felt like if I really want something that I can have it not just you know obviously it's not just going to come to me but if I put in work for it and I'm really determined like I'm going to make it happen so for me like I said not having a job and being unemployed and being back at home that just wasn't something that I, I ever really thought would happen like it was not an option for me in a way so when I had to realize that you know things are different like I'm gonna have to go back honestly at first like it it didn't seem like that big of a deal to me because even in August like well my lease ended in July so I knew I was gonna be home for August but I even thought like you know I'm gonna be back until September and I'm gonna be grinding you know all of August hopefully find a job and I'll be back like September middle of September in in Austin Cause I, you know, I live four years in Austin. Like I have all my best friends. Like I have all y'all there. Like it's just a different lifestyle. You know, I am from a very small, small, small town, you know, and to go from being in big town, big city Austin to go back to this little small conservative town was just not what I wanted to do. You know, like I love <laughs> my family, but just the vibes, they're not the same. So there's no opportunities here, you know, like there, my opportunities are somewhere else and like in Austin and other places, you know, but going back to what I was saying, I forgot what I was saying. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So in August, um, when I was back at home, like living back at home, I just kind of thought, you know, like I'm going to be here for now. It's going to be like summer vacation in a way, like I'm going to be chilling at home. But at the time, by the way, I still had my internship. So I was interning at Capital Metro, um, as a communications intern. So they extended my internship until the end of August. So I knew I was gonna be employed. I had been employed throughout this pandemic at the time, like I was still employed. So it didn't really feel like I was losing anything. It didn't feel like I was unemployed. I was still getting income. I was also still like a manager at Kendra Scott. So like everything was still looking up for me, you know, when August ended, you know, I, I had been looking for jobs and the job market was not good like to say the least it just wasn't good there wasn't jobs in July especially like when I really really started my job search I kind of realized that you know like pre-COVID I could go on you know Indie or LinkedIn or whatever it may be and I could find like a bunch of different jobs you know in marketing and social media there was a lot to choose from you know regardless of what you know if it's something I like but there were options you know and I feel like whenever I started job searching, it was so, such a switch and so like discouraging sometimes because I would go on there and see barely any jobs. Literally, like I could count on one hand how many jobs there were for like entry level positions, you know? And it was just like, you know, again, all this hype in my head, like there's going to be like opportunities and all this stuff to nothing. But, you know, I, I kept a pretty positive mindset throughout the whole pandemic. I'm like more of a positive person. So I kind of felt like, every time something happened, like, I would just be like, it's fine, you know, like, it's not that big of a deal, we're going to continue, that kind of thing, and so when I would see lack of jobs, I'd be like, oh, well, I found, like, these three jobs that I think are really good, like, I'm going to apply to them, and it was just, like, keeping my head up, staying positive throughout that, and then I think I got to a certain point, end of August, middle of September, where I kind of just realized this is a lot. I'm, like, kidding myself every time I try to get on here and, like, act like you know there's things to pick from because there wasn't you know and if there were things like they didn't interest me at all and I think that's really where I kind of started to like to kind of realize you know maybe I do need a break you know maybe this is okay because I was getting on these things and I wasn't finding things that interested me you know like I find two jobs okay I apply to them what's next you know everything else just was in sales things I didn't want to do like 
and th- that started unmotivating me. And I think I just kind of realized, you know, where I was at in my life, like things that had been happening in the world, things that had been happening in my personal life, a lot of things that I had been constantly just brushing off my shoulder and like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And all of that stuff. And I got to a point where I was like, maybe it is a lot more than I think it is, you know, like it is affecting me a lot more than I think, you know, me just trying to like brush it off and act like everything's fine. I'm kind of kidding myself. And, and I decided to like take a break at that point. By September, you know, we had gone through like months of the pandemic, you know, months of change, months of like curveballs and like hits and like blows of from all different kinds of things, especially as graduates, but just also, like I said, in my personal life, I had other things going on as well. I think I was just emotionally and mentally drained at that point. And I didn't even realize it because to be honest, I'm a person that handles stress really well. And so I I can be really, really stressed out and still function and still do things and like push through things and get things done. I don't really like, you know, yeah, I'll have mental breakdowns every now and then, but it's when everything piles up. And as soon as they're done, like I'm fine. And I pick myself up and you know, here we go again type of thing. But I think I got to a point where I took a step back and I was like, bro, like, this is a lot, you know, I decided that I needed a break. I'm really glad that you found that clarity, though, because I think you were trying to approach the situation as best as you could, like positive, positive, uh, let's do this type of mindset, growth mindset. But the reality is that there is no growth to be done right now, like, at least professionally and as recent graduates. But you're in the position where maybe this is the me time that you needed for the past four years, because for the past four years, you've been go, 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 socialize, you know, you're a huge social butterfly, you love meeting people, you love collaborating on projects, the creative in you is like always blossoming. So maybe this is like the time that you needed for yourself. Like, do you feel like that's how you've kind of been approaching it ever since you took that break? Yeah, 100%. You saying I'm, I was go, go, go. That's the truth. Like, I feel like that's mostly any college student. We're go, go, go all the time, especially my senior year. I was like super busy, like with having like, an internship, a part-time job, working seven days a week. I literally had no time and I try to be as social as possible because I value my social life a lot. <laughs> Jules would, you know? Julie, <laughs> Julie would call me leaving Kendra Scott at 8 p.m. to meet us at the tailgate that was already over. But she would like come so like happy because, you know, FOMO is a real thing and I guess it and like we would just always have the best time but you're right like you would try to squeeze even when you wanted to rest you're like no there's things to be doing today so I feel like that's very you yeah yeah like I value my social life a lot so (laughs) I was always trying to like days where I couldn't and Danny would always my friend Danny would always be like how do you freaking do it like how and I was like girl I don't know but yeah that's I was always doing something all, all the time I barely slept I don't know how I did it but because of that I don't really like to take a break like I don't like to just not be doing absolutely anything you know I like I can understand like taking a week off or you know like you know winter break and stuff like that just in my head not looking forward to something else or not working on something else for me taking a break was hard to do because it kind of made me feel like I am not working towards any goals that I have like I'm coming from you know this big prestigious institution and now I'm just kind of like not doing anything like what am I doing with my life like this is not what I this is not me and this is not what I usually do and I was very uncomfortable with it it was very new to me and I I hated it I just felt like a bum in a way like I don't want to be a bum like I want to keep doing what I'm doing like 
live the lifestyle that I'm living and like do other things. You're so right. Like I fucking feel that way about myself too. I feel like I always have to have like this super full plate, but I'm like, Ingrid, chill out. Like there's no rush. And I'm sure that you've learned that along the way. Like it's okay to rest. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to not be doing anything. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of promotion of like the hustle culture and being busy and always being productive but I, I completely relate with you. Like, that's kind of, like, how I live my lifestyle, and I always look at other people who are, like, resting, and I'm like, damn, like, how, like, how can I do that, too? Because I had a mentality, it was hard initially for me to, like, just be okay with, like, taking a break, and even when people ask me, because, you know, back in your hometown, everyone wants to ask you, like, how? You've run into someone at the store, and they're like, what have you been doing? All this stuff, and it almost makes me cringe sometimes to be like, oh, I'm just taking a break right now, because that's so not me, you know, like, to just not be doing anything at all, and I feel like I kind of accepted it once I, I realized like it was what was best for me at the time. I think it's been really good for me mentally to say the least. I think giving myself the time to just relax and be back at home and spend time with family. Like I never got to really spend time with family when I was in college because I was always in Austin. I never really came home and like having this downtime to just focus on me has been a really big blessing in disguise that I never would have expected and never thought I would have valued. Like I know a lot of the times there's a lot of stigma with the pandemic and trust me, like I have my days that I'm like, oh my God, like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like I'm just like- It's a roller coaster. And yeah, it really is. But for the most part, you know, I look at it in a different way. I try to stay like really positive about things. I know that's probably really annoying to some people like, you know, but the truth is, is like, we're in a time where you have to try to stay positive. You have to try to like look ahead. You try, have to try to, you know, see what's best and know that better things are coming. But at the time, things can be difficult. And it's okay to, to feel sad about things. It's okay to be upset. You know, it's okay to hate what's happening. There are days I literally wake up and I'm like, I hate COVID. Like, I hate this pandemic. Like, I want to see my friends. Like, I, I want to have those opportunities. I want to be living my life. I think about what I envisioned my life like. And now it's nothing like that. And it's really upsetting. But I know like it's something temporary, you know, and I feel like this break has been a moment for me to be able to just think about myself and think about what I want to do. And I haven't really been thinking, you know, I'm a bum or <laughs> not doing anything, you know, I've really been using this time to like evaluate what I want to do with my life and really think about things that I ha I wasn't able to think about the past four years because I was always so busy or like just a college student, like always doing stuff. Tell me a little bit more detail about that. Just with our personal conversations, you've also started, you've relaunched your YouTube channel. You still seem like you want to keep that creating content passion of yours alive. What does that look like professionally? Like, tell me about your, what, what it is that you've been thinking specifically for your career. I, you know, I've always wanted to work in the creative industry. Like I've always wanted to do fashion and beauty. Like even if it was marketing something, like I've always wanted to be in that realm of the world. Like I've always loved it ever since I was little. Literally, I wanted to be in the media for as long as I can remember. That's why I did journalism. I wanted to be a broadcast reporter and everything. And like that obviously didn't like I realized that wasn't the life for me. And I'm okay with that. But I've always wanted something like that. Right. I really realized what I love to do was like create things. I love making videos. I love creating any kind of content like that's what I love. That's always what I've loved to do. You know, I started my YouTube channel when I was a freshman in college. So I was 18 years old. Uh, it was the end of my freshman year. And it was always something that I wanted to do. Ever since I was like in high school, when I would watch Bethany Moda and like all this stuff. Oh my God. I, I kind of loved her. Yeah. I loved, she was like, 
such an inspiration to me, I feel like, like to this day. But I would tell people sometimes, like, you know, because I really loved makeup into my high school career. And it was also when makeup was really big, like 2016 era, you know? Yes. But people would always be like, oh, like, you should do a channel or something, like my friends and everything. And I'd always wanted to. I just never had, like, I guess the resources to do it and just, like, the time to do it. I just, it, it wasn't the right time in high school to do it. And so when I got to college and, like, um, I had saved up and, you know, I just had a more interesting life, I guess. Like, I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. So I started my channel then. And with school and everything, it was really hard to manage a schedule like posting YouTube and staying consistent with YouTube and doing school. It's really difficult, really, really, really difficult just creating content in general when you already are really busy. So I stopped my channel. Like I, I post, you know, random videos every once in a blue moon. And over this break, I kind of just realized that I want to start it up again. You know, like I've always, always loved, you know, doing that stuff. And I've always wanted to, you know, create videos and keep up my YouTube channel. I never forgot about it. Like it wasn't something I just kind of like a project that I had done and threw it away type of thing. It just, I never had the time to invest in it. And I also feel like I'm a perfectionist and like I want to do things to the best of my ability. So if I feel like I'm not happy with that, what I'm creating or something like that, then I'm not going to post it or I'm not going to invest all this time into it you know like I wanted to create content that I was happy with and I wanted to be consistent with it and I always told myself like when I graduate and I have extra time on my hands like I want to start doing my YouTube channel again and being consistent with it and like paying attention to it because in college it was almost impossible it just really was like I, I feel like some days I really barely had time to breathe like let alone sit there and film for hours edits which take forever for so hours long. but <laughs> So, so you can, you I can, can attest, attest to that. that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then yeah, plus so. we were, we were also in a major that required a lot of like content creation, whether it's writing yeah. or audio or video or going, doing interviews and then editing all of that. So like we already had that content creation on our plate. Yes. And so like, that's another thing that, well, I knew I loved it because we did that in college and every time I had to make videos, you know, like to be honest, when I had to write stuff, I wasn't the like, biggest fan of it. <laughs> but whenever I had to go out and interview people and create videos with it, I loved that. I could spend hours in the lab. And I did spend hours in the lab editing videos and stuff. But I realized that's my love. Like, that's my passion, like creating content, making videos, doing stuff like that. And when I graduated, like I knew I always wanted to continue my YouTube channel. So my YouTube channel is a beauty channel. So take a shot every time I say channel. But um, we'd be drunk. Like, I know. <laughs> I know I'm such a lightweight like two shots and I'm gone <laughs> uh I do makeup and I want to start doing fashion and lifestyle you know even though I've had it for four years I feel like like I said I barely have any videos on it so I'm really starting up right now I feel like doing it so it almost feels like the beginning of my YouTube channel even though I've had it for a while I've always been a person who does something because I love it even like part-time jobs in college and stuff, I always made sure that I was doing something that I loved. Like I didn't just go to a job at the library on campus because it was easy or something. Like I went out of my way to apply for jobs that I would love. You know, like I worked at a beauty, like a makeup store. I worked at Elf Cosmetics oh, yeah. for a while. And, and you then, would take that, you would be stuck in traffic in the bus like multiple times a week because you loved that job. Like yeah, you're right, I see so it. Inconvenient. It was yeah. so inconvenient for me. I took the bus. It was a 45 minute to an hour commute there and then another 45 to hour commute back I would get home at like 10 30 p.m 
just to like do work real fast before midnight, take a shower, eat dinner. But I loved it so much. And my job at Kendra Scott, same thing. Like I always feel like it paid off. I did what I loved at Kendra. I ended up getting promoted to manager because I feel like my passion and like dedication to it, it really showed off. I don't want to be stuck in something that I'm not going to love. You know, I want to do that with my channel right now. Like for me, it, for me, it's something that I can do while I'm on this break, but it's also something that I know I'm going to keep doing even when I get a job. It's an outlet for me to like express myself creatively. It's an outlet for me to show those passions that I have with beauty and fashion and lifestyle and everything. Like it's like a little bubble for me. Do you see your also your YouTube channel eventually? I guess your own personal brand and then your YouTube channel as well and your Instagram. Do you see it being your full-time career in the few years? Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I feel like I have no because idea. Because let I, me just say, let me just say before you want to answer, like, let me just say like you do have like a really strong content creation game. I think that you provide like really valuable fashion and beauty advice, even like in our local, like in Austin at UT, in our local, like in our friend group, people look to you as like that person, like the fashion and beauty and like style icon. So I think that that's, that I told you over the phone, I told you over text, like you could make it big. If you stay consistent, I personally think you're going to make it big. So that's why, I guess that like an aspiration that you have? Oh, first of all, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot, Ingrid. Thank you. That's really, really nice. Of course. Um, You're so sweet. I don't know. Like I I have no idea what my plans are with my channel. The only thing, you know, I'm not doing it so that I can blow up and become this big person or anything like that. I'm doing it for me. Like, I I know that sounds so cheesy, but I'm doing it because it's something that I love to do. I've always loved to do it. You know, like, I don't care how many people see it. I don't care how many people want to tune in. I don't care if I get 200 views on one and then get 80 on the next. Obviously, anyone who's creating content, you want people to see your stuff. Like, you're putting it out there because you think it's helpful or because why do people create content? You know, to put it out there. I want to be helpful to people. I want people to be able, you know, to look at myself and be like, oh, she can help me out on this. Or like, I trust her advice. Like, I'm going to go to look at her for stuff. With all that being said, after everything you've learned in, I guess, the past few years of you loving making content and creating, Give us your top content creation tips. Well, one thing's for sure. I guess I'll divide it between like videos and then Instagram. So like with YouTube, something that I really learned, lighting. Like number one thing is lighting and audio. Those are the two biggest things I feel like for any video matters so much. Like lighting is so important and just the way that your video looks, how visually appealing your video is. So for me, like a lot of things that I film, it's almost like quotes on studio because it's like my bedroom, you know, but I like to have like a clean backdrop or a clean background. It doesn't necessarily mean like just a solid color, but something that's going to be visually appealing to someone. So I feel like if you're creating videos, you want something that people are gonna when they click on it like it's gonna be pretty you know like I always do like a basic white backdrop kind of just been playing around with like different objects in the background you want to make sure your lighting is on point that's something I'm still working on too because figuring out lighting is a tricky thing to do like it's a learning process make sure there's no like AC in the background I've made that mistake on several occasions my last video I had the AC running and I had to toy a lot around and like audition and like try to take the sound out and denoise it and it's the whole process so 
don't make your life difficult and make sure that the audio is like it's good right for youtube i think that's the main thing and then for instagram I, I honestly don't put like too too much thought into my instagram pictures i just know like when i do take them i make sure that i scout out a good background it doesn't necessarily have to be like a solid color or anything I kind of just look around wherever I am and I'm just like, oh, that's that'd be a cute background. And then I just go to it and I take it and make sure the lighting's on point. But to be honest, when I do take a picture, one thing that I do sometimes is like before I take it, I'll like grab my phone and I'll kind of open the camera up and I'll like as if I'm taking it already, like see where a good angle could be, like see where I want to place like the picture. I like the way that this frame looks, like this image looks, and I'll hold my camera to it and I'll tell whoever's taking it like hold it right here and take it right here. I do kind of scout it out. Not, you know, nothing too crazy or whatever, but just make sure that I like the background and that everything like that is good. Yeah, I think I've witnessed so many times. I've probably taken pictures of you. I've also witnessed people taking pictures of you. <laughs> and I remember where it was like a summer day. This past summer, we're all at this house and Julie and Danny are like out at the grass, like taking pictures for like 30 minutes. <laughs> Well, 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 everyone's like at the pool, like drinking, and uh, and then after the photo session, like go. I get it. Like, hey, get your content, grab those photos, and then but like you know they're coming back up. Like, okay, we're done now. And then then you put your phone aside. Do you ever feel though like you want to capture a pretty good moment, like a pretty moment, but you don't want to ruin the present moment though? You get me? Like, like for example, like if you were to start vlogging, or if you're having a really good time at a friend's party. Do you ever feel like you have to find a balance between capturing good content and being in the present moment though? Yeah, 1000%. Honestly, like a lot of the times when, like if I'm snapping something or if I'm doing something, like there's a moment to where you literally just say what you have to say and do what you have to do and then it's over. Like that, that day, perfect example, like after I took my pictures, like I was off my phone, like there is a balance. And I feel like if I were to start vlogging, that would be something that I would be afraid of because like I've never posted a vlog on my channel, but the truth is I have filmed vlogs before I just never I always scrapped them like I always I never posted them because something happened like I said I'm a perfectionist I didn't like the the content and so I would scrap it and even when I was doing those things I would feel like there were moments I need to be in the moment and like whatever but I, I think it is finding a balance like take your picture have your moment you know get that content you know and then just put things away and I feel like if I were to vlog it would be very casual you know like Almost like if you're sending a snap to a friend, like, oh, I'm here doing this and go do what you have to do. And then afterwards, cut it off. But I right. feel like it would be very tricky to find a balance um, between oversharing and like not being in the moment. Because even sometimes like when you're at a concert or something, you, you snap something and you're like, oh, I want this as a memory. But like, I also just want to dance and like live my best life. So do it for a second and then have fun and just live your life. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good point. Cause I don't know, like I'm a huge YouTube consumer, and I don't know if you've noticed, but like the big vloggers, like I love watching lifestyle vlogs where they'll sit down and like get ready with with you, or like mm -hmm. they'll show like how their house is coming along, or you know, just like they're very solo moments. Like it's not like they're. I rarely ever see vlogs that like they're with a lot of people and they're trying to show everyone that they're having a good time because that's when it's like not even good content at that point like I want to I feel like a vlog the purpose of a vlog is just kind of take them with you throughout your day and not force anything like just be natural like let it flow no I agree like I um I want I like to watch things that are very casual and like personal like 
even that's why I like Insta stories and stuff because I, I like to see like people's just like everyday life and like what they're doing. So I feel like if I were to do content, I would want it to be something like that. I really do want it to be something that is me. You know, like I obviously don't want to share everything about my life. I want it to be a place where like people can get to know me and like my personality and who I am and not just be like this girl that does makeup. Let me just say this real quick. Like editing videos takes so much time, hours, hours, hours. I did not expect that when I first started my channel. And I feel like for anyone who wants to start like a YouTube channel, you need to understand that you have to have an adequate amount of time on your hands or just be a very efficient, like a very efficient editor because uh, it, it takes a lot of time just to be completely honest. Not only to film, like filming itself in itself takes about like at least three hours. I'm not even joking, at least. Yeah. You have to set up, you have to clean up, you do your makeup. If you're doing full glam, that's literally almost two hours right there. Plus you have to add in the fact that you're talking to some, to like an audience. So you're explaining certain things. And so when you're, um, it just is a long process, but what I'm getting to is like, I, I wanna show people more of my personality on my channel. And I feel like I, you know, I try to add in certain clips where I'm talking to the camera and not necessarily talking about like, oh, this is how you apply your eyeliner or your eyebrows. Like I try to add in those clips of like showing myself and my personality and like who I am and just talking casually. Cause honestly, you know, I talk a lot. This, this podcast is probably going to be hard to edit cause I talk too much, but I have to edit out so much. I, I say, I'd say like 20% of the, what I record actually makes it to my videos, but I want to add those clips in because I want people to get to know me a little bit better. And I feel like that's for me, like when I'm watching a YouTuber, I don't necessarily go to her or him because they do the best makeup. Like I go to them because their personality, like I like who they are and I like seeing what they do and they could literally post them cleaning their house or something. And I'm like going to love it. Like I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be invested and interested, you know? And I feel like that's kind of where I want to take my channel. Like, yes, I want to show you how to do your eyeliner and what best blush there is, but I want it to be a place where people get to know me a little bit more and like know my personality a little bit better. and. And that's why I kind of want to start, you know, with like lifestyle vlogs and other things like that. But it's going to be, a, I, I think, like a process. I hope that I can get to a point where I, I can be like that and like people can get to know me a little bit better. And, and it's nice because I feel like people have been really nice. Like people have been so nice when I create videos and stuff. Like when I post it on my Instagram, like people are so sweet and like say the nicest things. And I just, I really never thought that people would actually be interested in like anything that that I would make or not not to be like self-deprecating or something but I don't know I, I didn't really think that people would care as much and like just the other day I got like the sweetest message I've probably ever received in my life it's always nice when it's from a random person because you know you expect it from your close family and friends like people that you really love and care about and that support you all the time but like to hear it from someone like that you don't really know that well it was very uplifting to me because you want people to like enjoy what you're making and like to have someone like give you feedback and just be like I love your your videos like I love every time you post like I show my family and stuff like that like that stuff is like what like what the heck like it's so it's so sweet and like out of the ordinary it was just like really motivating to me like oh like there's someone that actually like really enjoys my videos like they're they're going out of their way to send me like a message and be like I love your videos so much I show my mom and like I want to show all these people and stuff like that's crazy so that's been a good thing for me I guess no, you're so right. When I launched the podcast, I also just got an overwhelming amount of support from strangers. And I was like, it's so heartwarming because just like you said, 
it's expected from your friends and family because they're going to support you no matter what. But then when people that you don't know reach out, it's like, oh shit, like what I'm doing actually provides value to someone. Like, yeah, it's like the best feeling. Yeah. And it's not to be self-deprecating, but it's just, you know, you're doing this because you love it. Just like you're doing your podcast. You love it. And you want to show, like, you want other people's stories to be heard and stuff. But when you get people that are like, oh my gosh, I love your content. Like, I love what you're doing. It makes you feel good about yourself. Like after she told me that, like, I swear I was like, smiling so hard because it doesn't matter that it's one I'm probably I'm sure people are like girl it's one person but it doesn't matter to me like <laughs> the one like, subscriber it's like no <laughs> the one yeah. your one subscriber <laughs> but I'm like honestly if I could like make one person think like that like that's enough for me like it honestly makes you like when you create your next videos like you're like okay I know there's one person there's one person in this world that like loves it. I'm so glad that you have this time to yourself. I'm glad you have this time with your family, especially during a pandemic. You want to be safe and healthy with them. And I'm so excited to see your YouTube channel blow up. I want you to plug (laughs) your socials. I want you to plug your YouTube channel, everything that way the audience can find you. Yeah, of course. So my Instagram is juliegarcia16. My beauty channel is Beauty by Julie Garcia altogether. <laughs> my my TikTok is Julie Doc Garcia sixteen. Check it out if you like beauty or fashion or lifestyle. And I thought about doing like a a tipsy get ready with me or like. <gasps> I've been thinking <laughs> like, about <laughs> yes. I've been thinking about doing like a drunk podcast episode too. Yeah, tipsy, like a yeah. drunk get ready with me or like uh, making cocktails and stuff. Uh, that kind of stuff with like my sister or something. So definitely have a lot of things up my sleeve that I'm excited for and I've been planning for so this is just a very I think exciting and I'm sure you as like a content creator like it's exciting to come up with new ideas and on this break that's what I've been focusing on is my YouTube channel and yeah. and working on that and making it the best it can be so. yes I have no doubt that you are going to make it the best it can be I'm always rooting for you so happy to have you on the podcast again 